0: Welcome to the fourth episode of How my Heartbeats podcast, all about how mark movies. I'm your host Camille, and welcoming with me new host Brittany. Hey, Britt, how are you? Good. Uh, how are you? Excited to join the podcast. I know, right? <laughs> so anyway, this is um. Britt's first time, so be kind to her. (laughs) You don't have
1: to be kind to me. It's fine.
0: (laughs) Um, This week we are reviewing the third movie of the Love After After series for Hallmark called Mix Up in the Mediterranean. It stars Jessica Lowndes, who plays Meg Westcott, and Jeremy Jordan, who plays a dual role of twins julian and josh northrup it also co-stars Caleb Blue, who plays henry julian's husband so love him love him
1: from the <laughs> he was in the princess diaries too i didn't remember that What's, he was, was uh, a, he was the guy she was gonna marry in the second princess diaries are you serious she- that's yes. what he looks like now yeah, he was the one she was going to marry, but, you know, she marries, what's his face? Uh, is it Chris Pine? Yeah. Yes. But, or uh, she doesn't marry him, but she hooks up with Chris Pine. But yeah, the one, the prince she was going to marry. I did not that know that. that. He looked familiar, but I had no clue. Yeah, so him. it was driving me crazy. I was like, why do I know him? Why do I know him? And then I looked at his name, Callum Blue, and I already knew that the other guy was Callum Blue. So oh, yeah. I was like, oh, for Princess Diaries. So uh, I did not know that feels, that. feels so bad. Okay, so Jessica, but how old is that movie now? Like twenty years? How old? How long ago was *Diaries*? do make me old. Oh my
0: gosh.
1: Uh, it, it's got. It's got to be quite a while ago.
0: Yes. Anyway, um, so Jessica Alba, you might know her from *90210*, and she's done also several Hallmark movies. And yes, she does especially Christmas
1: ones I've seen her in, um, quite a few Christmas
0: uh, yeah, Hallmark ones. Christmas in Pemberley Place is one that I've seen her in. And also, Jeremy Jordan, you might know him from Supergirl, Smash, and he just made a Hallmark debut this past Christmas in a movie called Holly and Ivy. And both Jessica and um, Jeremy have really beautiful singing voices. They Came out, they came out with a single that coincided with the premiere of this movie um, called Alive. It was Jeremy's like first writing uh, credit for a song and stuff and he wrote it with Jessica. So it, it's, that, that song is also now on Spotify. I've actually heard it a couple of times on Instagram. It's pretty good. They have really beautiful voices. He's, he did, um, Jeremy, Jeremy did smash and so yeah so he has a really good scene with Jessica as well I have to say that this is I'm proud of Hallback for one thing on this movie and it's that they're highlighting a gay character again yeah which is has been lacking a lot in Hallback movies I think this is the second movie of all of Hallback movies that has a gay character, the highlight's a gay character, highlight's a gay storyline or whatever. the so yeah, first yeah. one was in Christmas House this past year, um, where they talked about a gay married couple who was looking to adopt a baby. Yeah. And so that was the first one. Humback has been lacked on POC and, um, what's that called? LGBTQ representation that Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad that they're finally <clears throat>
1: Yes, they're uh, they're working on their diversity, and that's great.
0: Yes. So, anyway, Jessica plays Meg Westcott, who is a hotel heiress, trying to break off to be an event planner. Her first event planning thing is this Escoffier cooking competition. Um, and Jeremy plays Julian um, Northrop, who is a chef in New York. He owns Jay Northrup Restaurants. Jay Northrop Restaurants is currently failing and he's tried to enter this cooking competition so he can win money to help with the restaurant as well as get some prestige in it. But then just before the competition starts, he injured his back. Um, so his twin brother, Josh has to step in. Josh is a diner cook in, Yakutat Alaska he was the diner that he worked at was a family old restaurant uh, then right before he went to culinary school his dad passed away so he took over the family restaurant or whatever so anyway this this film was filmed on location in Malta so the, it's a beautiful place. I've never been. Beautiful. So
1: beautiful. I didn't realize, I, you know, and I knew Malta. I had heard Malta was very pretty, but I'd never actually seen it. And they, yeah, very beautiful.
0: Yeah, I've never been there. I've been, like, the, the background is gorgeous of all the oceans or anything like that. The only thing I know about Malta is the is the um, origin of the Maltese sponge. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's something. (laughs) um, Dog shows or whatever. This is the only thing I know. (laughs) But see, well, one thing now we can add to the list is they speak French (laughs) most of the time. So, anyway. Yeah, but what did you think of the movies so far? I mean, I know you're going to be talking about the food.
1: Well, yeah. So I didn't hate the movie. Um, I I think that there was some chemistry issues for sure. I think they had a little bit of chemistry, but um, not clearly enough for me to be like, oh man, I hope they end up together. Um, or, you know, these two are perfect. Just figure it out. My biggest issues were with the food and the competition. I have a lot of issues with a lot, a lot of the technical aspects of this were the bigger problems for me.
0: <laughs> not. But also not now. Brittany is went to culinary school and she's also married to Chef. so she's the cooking expert. I'm
1: uniquely qualified to judge this, and I I'm a foodie myself. I've been to I've been to one of the the most famous restaurants. <laughs> in the world, the French Laundry. I've been to that restaurant. <laughs> like, maybe, I,
0: uh,
1: no, a You'd be surprised if I first. know,
0: if, if I don't burn rice. Okay, that's the excellent. <laughs> I cook rice in a rice cooker. <laughs> that's as far as I go with the rice. I don't know how to cook it. if okay, I, uh, a rice cooker breaks, I wouldn't know how to cook rice. That's how bad of cooking I, I yeah, am. do. I do quite a bit of cooking myself. I put shade to culture, okay, <laughs> but not even knowing our well, own
1: staple of food. To clarify, I did go to culinary school, but not the food part of culinary school. I was in the restaurant side. We did have to learn all of the terms and things like that, but most of the food things I know is from my <laughs> husband who went to culinary school, and I was with him when he was in culinary school, and he is a um, pretty fancy chef in in Nevada where I am now. So. Vegas.
0: What so restaurant yeah, is he working um,
1: at now? forget. Well, we're in Reno, actually. <clears throat> um, he is at the Atlanta Steakhouse. He's at their... Ooh,
0: yeah, the, I love steak.
1: One of the top, one of the top rated steakhouses <laughs> in uh in Reno, but.
0: Well, for yeah, me, So I'm. For me, I watched the show. I watched the movie first of all. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I already... Had negative thoughts about it mostly because I don't like I I don't like mistaken identity movies. Yeah, it, it's like Comic does this all the time, and it's like, oh, seriously. <laughs> but um, I do like, I, but I I was trying to watch it with open mind, but like you, I didn't. I did really like the chemistry between Josh and Meg, and maybe it was because Josh was. So um, supposed to be a gay man, and Meg was like off Yeah, like I, why would I have? A, why am I starting to develop feelings for a man who's married, or whatever? You know. Yeah,
1: I had some issues with that as well because she knew fully well the whole time that he was a gay married man. Right. So that's like that should pretty much. I mean, you can't help me fall for, but also like that should give you some reservations about. You know, like how you're feeling. Oh, I'm starting to feel something towards this person who is completely off limits and not going to be attracted to me. Maybe I should back up.
0: Like, you know? Right, right. But um, I have, I was more cheering for the relationship with the two brothers. Yeah. I wanted them to get along. I could tell that they loved each other, but there was like a lot of personal Contempt, I guess, or miscommunication between. Yeah, miscommunication, yeah,
1: I would agree. And because it seems like they respected each other, but they were afraid to tell each other, and they both thought, they assumed that each other felt a certain way about each other. Right. That was a big
0: issue. I was like, just talk to each other and stuff, and Henry and. Um, Julian were cute yeah, <laughs> so yeah.
1: Cute. I really uh, liked uh, Henry he's probably one of my favorite
0: characters of <laughs> the whole thing I, I did not put I did not know that was Big Prince man he
1: aged he aged quite a bit yeah
0: but... <laughs> well we all aged so I mean like when, when that movie came out we were, I was probably I looked close. it
1: up it was 2004
0: so yeah twenty. 20- Twenty. <laughs> Quite a bit 16 ago. Sixteen years. Jesus, yeah. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yes, um, that's pretty much. They they tried so hard to make Meg, I don't know better. I guess I don't know because I was off put by her dad. I did not like the whole dad thing. I was just like, that storyline was so unnecessary. I wasn't, it did not make me cheer for her. Like, I wasn't going, yeah, Meg, go be yourself. And, you know, I hope your business works out or whatever. It was just.
1: Okay, so I want to throw, I want to throw something crazy in here. The second, when Meg and Josh, even though she thought it was Julian, met in the hotel for the josh's first time meeting her yeah. um i'm sorry but did anyone else get some luke and lorelei vibes here he was wearing a plaid shirt with a blue hat and he's a diner cook and really? she is a beautiful brunette event planner whose rich father is trying to get her to take after the business and She's all so i with was- that <laughs> I was like, I'm looking at this beautiful brunette with blue eyes and this diner cook with a plaid shirt and a blue hat, and I'm like, okay, were we supposed Gilmore to? Gilmore
0: Girls? Is somebody a Gilmore Girls fan?
1: I was <laughs> like, were we supposed to be in Gilmore Girls? When did we When did we take a right turn here? Sarge <laughs> like, Hollow went to Balta. For, for just a second, there it was, and I was like... <laughs> I was laughing at myself because it was just there. He was wearing a, he's a diner cook who's
0: wearing a plaid shirt and a blue baseball cap. That's and Luke. Just like Luke, now that you mentioned it, just like Luke, Josh, like, you know, had like culinary skills beyond just being a diner cook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: And I know Lorelai owned an inn, like her dad owns a hotel in this movie. Yeah. But she She also planned a lot of events because her and Suki had a catering company. So uh, I'm sorry. This was very Gilmore Girls.
0: Just the character. I did not even put that together. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> I did not even think about that. But once you mentioned plaid hat and plaid shirt and blue blue hat, I was like, oh my god, yes, yes. Why did I think? Like- <laughs> it was cracking me up. <laughs> that is too funny. I did not even think about that. But yeah. Oh my god, there are a lot of similarities. I, I told even you. Even have like the the guy. The guy who caught the first guy who caught the the switcheroo, the twins, he was sort of Kirk. A little bit. (laughs) A little like if
1: you mixed Kirk and Michelle together.
0: Yes. (laughs) You
1: know? (laughs) So, what we're really saying here is this was just Gilmore Girls fan fiction, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. I'm dying here. I can't unsee this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I even wrote it in my notes. I think it says like, "Is this purposely a Luke and
0: Laura lighting?" <laughs> 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 too funny. Oh my god! Oh my god! That is too funny. But yeah, okay, Maddie, just stop. But yeah. <laughs> so then, um, some of the things that came on was at et- 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 Etaline, the French guy, he's Julian's um, culinary school rival. Uh, But like like I said, they they keep adding these characters that make me really not care.
1: (laughs) I also (laughs) want to know what a culinary school rival is. It's just the same thing as school. Why would you have a rival if you both can cook? There's no like, there's no rivals. I, don't I guess
0: know. <laughs> Julian was the better cook and he got jealous. I don't know. The guy- it doesn't matter.
1: Like that in culinary school, it honestly, I mean, yes, it matters if you suck, but <laughs> like. Like, if you just do your stuff, you're just, all you're doing is learning, like, knife skills, and, you know, it's not like... Oh, my gosh, that is too I funny. Know. I just, like, whenever I see culinary school rivals, I'm like, rivals for what? This is not football teams. Like, you're both just learning to cook the same Maybe, thing. like,
0: they're, like, speed knife skills. Who got the food? Have they do that in culinary school? I don't know. I don't think
1: they do speed knife precision, sure, but speed, I don't really think...
0: Uh, well, let me put it this way: as a former geek, I know for a fact that competitive people can like literally fight anything to be. That's true. About. You're right. Yeah, because like for me, me and my best friend would be competing over who gets expert level on the song first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? We both play flute, so we would be like. You know, our teacher would be, would have a chart on, on, in a classroom where if you get a star for that song, that means you're expert level. And almost every day I'd be over there going, does he have the star yet? Okay, but we're, we're, we're tied.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it. There's always competition in anything.
0: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but yeah, um, the, what's his name? Julie, Julian and Henry was like helping out Josh to, I guess, um, imitate him, and Julian was kind of, Julian is such a biatch. Yeah. I have such a major, jerk.
1: I have a major issue with this, because um, a lot with, with the, the treatment of cook versus chef here, and look, I get it, there's different levels of training, but working in a diner and working in a fancy restaurant really doesn't make you that different in the culinary world. Um, actually, oddly enough, there's usually more creativity in a diner than in a really fancy restaurant because it has to be so precision and you have to do everything exactly the same way every time. So it's a little harder to be creative sometimes. And honestly, I'm not surprised by the money issues that actually made a lot of sense because it's a lot harder to have a fancy restaurant because the overhead's a lot more than a diner which is why you see a lot of famous chefs not have fancy restaurants anymore they have a lot of fun funky restaurants because they're easier to manage the overhead's easier and you don't have to you don't have to have a fancy restaurant to be a fancy chef and that's one of the issues I had here is that plenty of the most talented chefs you know in top chef you'll see a half of the chefs in there don't have fancy restaurants some of them aren't even practicing line cooks they're personal chefs i mean what's her face last season of top chef when there was an all-stars were uh, huge top chefs um um i can't think of her freaking stephanie stephanie is a personal yeah. chef she's not even a she's not even a sh- like restaurant chef and yeah. she made it third place so yeah. I, I feel like there's this thing that people think about chefs where they have to work in a fancy restaurant to know how to how make something could. beautiful and they don't and this is this proved yeah. that. but there was a lot of misconception early on about... Like, classism, it feels like. In the, yeah, yeah. classism in the chef world. Where I was yeah. like, just because he works in a diner does not mean he
0: couldn't outcook his brother any day. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, over here in Hawaii, I, it's surprising that the hole-in-the-wall restaurants... Yeah. Quote unquote, ...have better food than the, like, most expensive places. <laughs> you know yeah, it's, it, <laughs> It's because of the
1: standards, because those high places get held to such a standard. They don't have as much freedom. They have to do it this way, this way, this way. They in the walls. They just do what they want. And they give you something that's awesome. It turns out great. I'm over there all the time (laughs) eating. I would much rather eat in a hole in the wall. You know, like I said, I went to the French Laundry and that was beautiful. And it was some of the most amazing food I've ever had that does not mean that I would not eat a cheeseburger any day and be like, that was freaking delicious. That's another thing. The cheeseburger made me laugh, the whole cheeseburger idea. Yeah, what was
0: that? Like truffle
1: cheeseburger, truffle bacon cheeseburger? It it made me laugh because there's a restaurant called Fleur um, in Vegas um, done by um, Hubert Keller, who also had a restaurant in San Francisco called Fleur de Lis for a long time. They have, like, a burger that has, like – foie gras and stuff on it Ew! it's like there's it's not a new idea to make a fancy burger like you'll find some like million dollar burgers on some of these beautiful yeah. restaurants
0: I, I tell people all the time like if i'm gonna or if i'm gonna get a burger that's like 15 or something like that um it better be made with gold <laughs> so there better. is one there is a burger out there that's made with gold <laughs> Really? Because I was <laughs> like, I feel like it's just go get a quarter powder with cheese. I'm, I'm happy with an $8 burger from McDonald's.
1: <laughs> you know what? I love, I like an $8 burger as well. But sometimes I just want a beautiful burger. But I can do that at my house, make a pretty, pretty, pretty burger.
0: So, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that is so, that's funny. Um, so that, but they, um, they, Josh and Julian got caught, but because Josh signed the paperwork as Jay Northrop, he they had a loophole where he didn't like really lie and say he was Julian because he just signed with his initials. So whatever it says he's a Jay Northrop. And I <laughs> saw this,
1: I saw this coming and then forgot about it.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I saw the, it coming too. I was like cause uh, she
1: said it. She made a point of it. She was like, oh, Jane, no, I are up staying, you know, on brand. And I was like, that's going to come up later. And then completely yeah. forgot about it until she brought it up again. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I knew this was going to come up, but I forgot.
0: But it's cute how Henry, um, fake being sick so that yeah. Julia and Josh work together. I think that was just see. And like I said, the brother storyline is what I was cheering for. I really could care less about being. Like making it the brothers working together and the brothers working on their relationships, the brothers working on their communication and everything was what I was cheering for where my heart was. And I was I was so happy that they worked it out at the end and they worked together yeah, right. with a dessert for the final round was peach melba baked a lot of us. Sounds good. Unless yeah, you're yeah. gonna tell me that that does not sound good for my culinary
1: experts it's no, good Alaska really is it hasn't been fancy since the 70s but sure <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but, it, but yeah um so they came together to make the dessert and they obviously won so um they, I
1: am with you on that on um you know I I didn't mind the love story as much but I did, was more invested in like the brothers working together to win this culinary competition and save the restaurant. That was much more important to me as well than um, like, if if she never forgave him, I'd be like, well, that sucks. He'll find someone else. <laughs> like, well, I'm not, I'm not invested in
0: that. It was, you, what you, you want a love story that you, want to cheer for but this one was just that one of those stories but anyway um, so after they win the competition um, Josh moved from Alaska to New York and Josh and Julian became business partners they saved the restaurant in New York and it went from just Jay Northrop to Jay and Jay Northrop and stuff yeah. so yeah they had a reopening I guess Two months later, because that was the timeline that um, Meg gave for Josh
1: yeah, or whatever.
0: Yeah. I was in. John, Meg went there and they kissed, and movie over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I? I just want to say that
1: why was Meg so mad about this switcheroo? First of all, you've known this guy maybe a week. So him lying to you to save his brother's business in the week that you've known him? I don't even know you. Yeah, you don't know him. You've known him a week. Exactly. <laughs> when she says that, like, I don't think I even know who you are. No, you don't. You've known him a week. And also, I w- I'm watching this thinking, why are you making this about you? He
0: didn't lie. He didn't. He you- lied to you if I was me because oh like you would be de- you, you're thinking yourself all this time and you were developing feelings for a gay married man come to find out that you were developing feelings for a straight yeah now, <laughs> so you, can, like, now you can let yourself off the hook to
1: be a pity you're like okay cool this is why you're really like, and yeah sure being like I wish you told me the truth but being that mad about someone lying to save his brother's restaurant it's not about you make he didn't lie to because like he doesn't like you he lied for his brother not she made yeah. it about him and i was like it took you a month and a half to get over this like this would have taken me like two days to get over it. oh I no guess I have, your I name guess is i had julian. to stretch it out <laughs> oh no your name is julian uh isn't julian it's josh and you work in a diner not a not a fancy New York restaurant.
0: Oh, God, I have to... I and can't oh, my be- gosh, you're a straight man who's single, not a gay married man, and I shouldn't right? be feeling guilty for developing feelings for you. I mean, it's like... I would have felt more relieved than, yeah, like, that.
1: I'd be like, oh, okay, now it makes sense why I've developed feelings because you're not a gay
0: man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is so... I, but... Yeah, that whole story, ugh, I do not like. I've seen Jessica in a couple of her movies and stuff like that, and a lot of people seem to like her, but I don't think in any of her movies I was ever afraid of her. Have you ever watched like Battle 210 or any of her stuff? Not in a long time. Yeah, I, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but her acting, I. Uh, it's few- par for me. Um, this is
1: gonna sound awful. She's too pretty. I can't handle it. She's, <laughs> she's she's too pretty to be playing some of the parts that she plays. Like, yeah. Um, I I don't know, and that's that sounds weird that she's too pretty, but she, it, I think it's her angular features. She's very yeah. like supermodel looking, and it's like I just don't believe the supermodel looking girl. Is it, I don't know. She just, if she was more of an, a, a girl next door kind of girl, I yep. could have seen this. But for me, sometimes when I see her, I'm just like, she's too gorgeous. I can't handle this. Like
0: Someone, someone else said, a, there's too much makeup on her. And yeah, yeah. I, watched, I rewatched it yesterday. And I was like, yeah, that's just way too much contour. Way so, too much
1: eyeshadow. Funny that you say that, because like I, I told you earlier before we started, that my husband came home about three-fourths of the way into me watching this. And one of his reaction was, is there something up with their lipstick? He's like, I feel like it looks wrong. And I was like, what? He's Girl,
0: they like, have to mention that? That's something.
1: He's like, I don't know. Is the lipstick too much? He was like, it looks, he's like, it looks like it's the wrong shade or something. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't wear makeup that often. I don't know. I was like maybe I, I was like it does look like she's wearing a good amount of makeup but yeah. I mean that might be it because I keep saying she's too pretty and maybe that's it they needed to like
0: make her look natural look yeah tone less... down
1: that makeup a little bit
0: I know, like, and I don't
1: I I hate to like judge people for looks but just um the aesthetic is sometimes important for the
0: storyline especially yeah. since we don't
1: know these people
0: yeah and it uh, kind of st- throws off the story, but it's too much. But yeah. it is, Jer- Jeremy Jordan, I liked his, um, I liked him playing the twins, but it did get confusing sometimes because there were times where I'm like, is is that Josh or is that Julian?
1: <laughs> I thought they did a pretty good job. That never happened to me. So I thought, I thought they did a pre- pretty good job.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I didn't count. Um, Henry and, like I said in the beginning, I like the fact that they did have an LGBTQ couple. Um, I really hope one day that Halbach does have a LGBTQ couple be the main love story, okay. not just, um, you know, a side story. But yeah. um, I did love that they had like little romantic moments <laughs> where like Henry and jo- um, Julian were walking tried to walk outside but then they had to run back in because yeah. was there and stuff and yeah they were like you know hugging and you know, a little kissing and stuff like that. it was just really sweet it was,
1: it was cute and it's a start you know they're yeah. at least they're working into it you know I did have one issue with um the amount of women there was only one woman in the culinary competition altogether and
0: yeah um,
1: and it was just one woman altogether, like throughout all yeah. of them no sous chefs were women no
0: there was a sous chef that was a woman there was i was she worked with the filipino rush okay because
1: i was looking for it and i was just like why is there the
0: owner of the competition was a woman heike Mueller.
1: yeah she was a woman yeah and uh the there were women judges but the the chef part was very male dominated and i (laughs) set up that bothered me a little bit but like
0: there's a lot of female chefs out there they then, well,
1: and it's a, it's a, I mean, it's definitely a male dominated, um, industry, but, um, they're trying to change that. And that's why I noticed it is because they are
0: a lot of, there are a lot of, uh, which is, you know, that's, uh, that, that's always been confusing to me why chefs and cooking and stuff is a male dominated industry. Well, for centuries, for, for like decades or whatever, women's place was in the kitchen. And that, and I think that
1: that's it because it's home cooking versus and a a competitive industry and men are supposed to be an industry traditionally like what you're saying back then so i think that's the only reason but yes i i do see what you're saying that that obviously women are supposed to be the ones who can cook and but uh you know men are the ones who work and it's a it's a job i guess so that would probably it's be a,
0: it's like a, a oxymoron yeah it's <laughs> it's,
1: it's it's a little weird yeah i knew yeah. you i knew you were gonna say it before you said it too
0: <laughs> we know each other too well <laughs> so anyway um do you have anything else to add
1: you know what i did i was looking at my notes and so there was one other thing to say well, i wanted to say about this is uh an event planner would not have done any of this stuff <laughs> just, my mother was an event planner Uh, My mom planned a lot of weddings and events. She was an event planner for most of my life. She owns a bar now and still plans events there. But um, she, uh, an event, first of all, Escoffier would have taken care of this whole thing on their own. She would have had nothing to do with the um, planning and setting up of the kitchen. Yeah,
0: she She would have hired the people,
1: right? Yeah. So like she would have hired consultants and probably the judges who would be well-trained in culinary stuff would have checked over all of that not just randomly grabbing julian and be like is this correct no that wouldn't have happened <laughs> she, would have, she would have planned sure the parties the meet and greets and all that but yeah. this would have been all done by escoffier not by not by an not event by event. her and um also the wristband yeah espionage no my husband my husband's biggest problem with it with the uh, wristband was like he's like you can't you can't wear a wristband that's not sanitary he's like, you can't sanitize that. He's like, you can't wear that. <laughs> he was like, that would never happen. Oh, oh my I, God. I wrote culinary espionage. Like, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> They already knew, they already knew what they could use that station at any point. And they already yeah. knew what restaurant, I mean, uh, recipes they were using, like what they knew what they had to make. So what? Right espionage are we talking here <laughs> I thought that was funny but th- that was where my only two notes was like an event planner would have not have done any of this
0: that is too funny yeah no I for me the whole bracelet thing was just like weird well, what is this like an iPhone watch except a plastic bracelet thing, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. you like beep it onto the uh, I don't know. It's yeah. <laughs> so weird. But anyway, um, so next week it's the last movie of the Love Ever After series. It stars two of my favorite Hallmark actors, Eric um, Krakow and Tyler Heights. The movie is called It Was Always You. And I love I love Tyler Hines. Like, Tyler Heights is the reason why I started watching Hallmark. I was, like channel surfing and i saw him and i heard his voice and i was like oh my god (laughs) you're cute (laughs) and i started watching it eric tracow um she is also a hallmark darling she's currently starring as elizabeth in blank calls the heart so we will be back next week to review it was always you it's Cute story. I've seen a couple of commercials on it. Yeah. Um, and it's starting and in two weeks. They will have a new series called Spring Fling, And it will be from March to April. So the first movie of the Spring Fling series is Fit for Prince. So another Hallmark royalty love story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen
1: some. Uh, I saw some when I was watching this movie. I saw some um, of the commercials. Promos. Yeah.
0: Some promos for it. Yeah. Yeah. They always do while well, the commercials on some of their movies. But anyway, so some tidbits. This it. If you want to listen to us, you can get it on right now, Podbean and Apple Podcasts. I will work on getting on Google Play, um, Spotify. You have to pay for it to be on Spotify. I'm not willing to pay on Spotify. <laughs> and then um, if you are on. What is that called? If you you can follow us on Instagram, Hallmark Heartbeats, please go follow us. And that's about it for now. Um, Signing off, this is Camille. And this is is Brittany. (laughs) Yep. And so see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.